0: The golden rule says you should treat others the way you want to be treated. But an unfortunate truth is that idea doesn't account for the driving power of wanting to prove someone wrong or get even. Media moguls Vince McMahon and Ted Turner turned the 90s cable airwaves into an open war zone of professional wrestling with millions of fans. The global superpowers of the 20th century even threw down to be the first to send a man to the moon just as a flex. There are stories where people crash and burn in perceived mutual hatred, too. Like naturalist Charles Waterton humiliating himself trying to bring down American burning icon James Audubon. But that's the beauty of beef. It's funny. It's dark. It's humanity in a nutshell. And it's a triple gold signal award-winning show from Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Bridget Todd. Join me as I serve up the juiciest rivalries you've never heard of. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
1: Nice dress. Uh, It's a
0: it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care.
1: So apparently you're the only human being uh, that Sunday night at 7.55 didn't sit down at their couch and watch the Netflix live. uh, There's something wrong with the feed screen for 45 minutes like the rest of the nation.
2: Uh, No, no. First of all, I've told you before, I never heard of Love is Blind until we started doing this podcast. And when you started talking about it, I legitimately thought that it was a dating show for people who are visually impaired. That's not <laughs> even a joke. That is what I thought the show it's, was. How did you never hear about it? I don't know. And I'm on Netflix, I mean, at least once a day. I don't know. You know, there's like pop culture things that are so large and you that sometimes yeah, they it's slip like, through it's the too cracks.
1: Much. Yeah, it's like too much. Yeah. This Qu- was th- that. Squid Game was that for me for a long time.
2: Uh, now, th- I, I come on. But, but I guess squid squid game is your love is one. Did you think that that was a show about marine life?
1: No, I knew what it was, but I just didn't okay. watch it. All yeah. Right, great.
2: I, well, what? Just explain to me. I read a little bit about it. Just explain to me what happened with Love is Blind. So the Love is, Love is Blind is a show where
1: these people meet in pods. I mean, I don't even know why I'm explaining this to you because every fucking person that listens to this watches it. They meet in these pods where they can't see each other, but they can talk to each other. And then the only reason that they can ever see each other is when they propose to each other in sight unseen, as they say. Okay. The and then the first time they see each other is when they first like Reveal who they are to each other, and they come into the middle of this like long hallway, and like right. finally get to interact with each other physically. Okay, and then they like are on like they basically go on a honeymoon, and then they try to live together, and then it the, all leads up to their weddings, where they go up to the altar, and then they either say "I do" or "I do not," and they wow. like either going to stay married or they're going to they're going to get married or they're going to break up. Got it. And the finale they did started doing reunions for them, and this one they. They started doing reunions for them, and they became very popular. The reunion, so they could like unpack the season. You get to see who the, if the people are still together, if they're not, what happened. They get to talk about the experience. You know, right? This one, they said it's going to be a live reunion. It's going to be live. It's going to be in like four, three days after the the re, the final episode dropped, where you see the weddings. Okay. And it's going to be live on Netflix. It's like the only thing I think they've also done like this was the Chris Raw or um.
2: Yeah, the so yeah, when Chris Rock did his the Chris
1: Rock right? special the, right. mm-hmm. spas- the uh, stand up. That was the only other live thing they did. Everyone that watches like reality TV like this is like l- I have made a pasta bar for me and my friends to like line up to watch the reunion, Hosted by two literal dingbats, Nick and Vanessa Lachey. Dom, I can't even explain to you the hate that i have in my heart for vanessa lachey
2: hey, let me She's, let me ask one question before you destroy her do do these two host the show all season long or they're just they, hosting the
1: they do but like i think in the first season they hosted a lot of it and then they saw like oh my god these people are fucking terrible so they like cut out most of the parts where they host and now they kind of just like show up like when they first start and then like when they get to like the honeymoon and they're just okay. like, everyone come in and, like, meet each other. And they, like, it's minimal. Minimal. And they host I a mean, reunion. And M- M- Vanessa Lachey thinks that she's, like, Christiane Amonpour Like, truly. Like, <laughs> she <laughs> thinks she's, like, I, I, it is the wildest thing you've ever seen in Woo! your life. I was ready to break my television in half just watching her. But basically what happened was that for 45 minutes, like, not even longer than that, actually. For over an hour, it was just a loading screen. That's like we're having technical difficulties because it crashed because so many people were trying to watch it that allegedly like it crashed the servers. Which at seven fifty five, when I finally have made three different kinds of pasta and all this other stuff and have just served all my friends drinks, I sit down on the couch and then I said, "Wait, why on earth am I thinking that like this is going to?" be on time and not crash like everyone that I know is going to be watching sure. this right now like why on earth do I think this is starting at 8pm on the dot <laughs> and so the world the, everyone is freaking out my phone is exploding everyone's going crazy because then-
2: people were coming to you for the information yes. yes Yeah.
1: and then basically what happened was they eventually just gave up on it being live and decided to just shoot it live mm-hmm. to tape and then just immediately try to throw it up on like the feed which they okay. did. So I've watched it like two hours late and it was probably one of the worst reunions I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh no. So, so it wasn't even good. It wasn't even worth, it the, wasn't wait. Even worth the wait. It was so awful. Oh, no. Netflix is like, if
2: their stock didn't fall off a cliff, it should. Sorry. That's a killer. Yeah. That's a real killer. But you know, look, uh, I, 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 I knew you had texted me Oh yeah, Mima. About I texted
1: it. you. I know what we're going to talk about on <laughs> in our opening for the next episode because of Netflix, and then you just never
2: responded. <laughs> I am so sorry. Well, you texted me at nine thirty one p.m. and you texted me. Well, I definitely know what we're talking about for our opener. There will be nine hundred articles tomorrow about Love Is Blind. You referred to it as the Fire Festival. Um, I knew it, what that was. was. Yeah. I then. <laughs> First of all, thought to myself, "You are texting me in the middle of succession and debated for a minute about whether or not to just cancel this entire podcast <laughs> and my association with you. <laughs> but when succession was over, and I actually checked the the text because that is like the only show where I actually put the phone down and have my sort of Calgon moment and let I'm it wash like, all over Take you me away yeah, yeah. um. And when it was done, I did. Then I apologize for not texting you back; it was not intentional. But I then just fell into a Twitter wormhole about all of it, um, and just got the rest of the information I desired from Twitter. And I hate Twitter as just you know a rule. Like I hate what Twitter is. Yeah. But I do love an occasional glimpse oh, no, at that- how people overreact. Hundred percent.
1: It's great. And That's what it should just, were just be lo- now. It oh, should just God. be what that what it's what you're saying right now. Wow, did Tearing? we just fix Twitter? Wait, did we just fix Twitter?
2: <laughs> wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. Did we just fix Twitter? I'm so sorry.
2: Where you can only you can you can only use Twitter if you're commenting on live programming. Yes. And that's it. And you only have a five-minute window. Wow. That's good. It is so hilarious because people are just like, I want my twelve dollars back and all of this insane bullshit how? about how they're canceling Netflix because of this one show it's like ma'am e- even your favorite restaurant has a roach once in a while you can't help it true. i understand you're addicted but this whole give me my money back shit was hilarious to me however because however, if you cancel netflix where are you going to watch manifest where
1: where, where are you going to watch manifest true However, what I will say is like they really promoted this live event. It wasn't like it was just happening. They were like going, sure. they were streaming live on Instagram, being like with a countdown going. Know what I mean? Like for hours, mm-hmm. they're streaming live on Instagram, being like the countdown is this. Like they really were pushing it. And so we showed up and then they just took it away from us. It was truly the Fire Festival
2: 2.0. I am sure that Nick and Vanessa Lachey are somehow directly responsible for all of this. Oh, they, they uh, are. Uh, they're they're cursed. I mean, what Nick Lachey did to Jessica Simpson, and what Vanessa this. did to, what Vanessa did to whoever whoever she was before Nick, she met Nick I'm sure it was terrible. <laughs> and it was so just... fun fact. I I cannot. I do not watch any relationship oriented uh, reality programming because I worked on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette for. I think seven seasons. Yeah. And I just couldn't. Uh, this is the only one that I watch. It,
1: can I tell you that? This one is the only one that I watch. Love is Blind.
2: Is it? Because I don't watch but Bachelorette is it at
1: all. I don't watch Bachelorette. I don't watch, like, it's the only one that I
2: watch. If you, Chris DeRosa, had the opportunity to be a producer on that show, you would, you would never leave it. You would, it is so, Oh, really? it is so your, it is, it's so much working on that show. I, I, in its totality was difficult because you are, you are truly living it. I had several jobs there. At one point I was the, uh, I was the director of house reality and I lived in the house with the women. It was, it, it was insane. It was, it yeah, was, it was be truly a- insane. And then That's I stayed there no long me, enough. It was... <laughs> but it's gonna be a no for this me This is dog. the job though. This is the job. I stayed there long enough where then I became um I was the Bachelorette's producer. And the Bachelorette this season was um was Deanna Pappas. And it first of all, she was amazing. I wish I kept in touch with her more, and we did for several years, but you're you're just with this one person, this one cast member. 24 seven. So in the two months or however long it takes to shoot all of this, you're just with this person the whole time. If she's flying first class, which she always is, you're flying first class. If she's every exotic location, she has to go to for all these away dates. You get to go. On all of them. If she's in a suite, you're in the suite next door. It's a great. You're essentially. You are also the bachelorette if you are the bachelorette, <laughs> producer,
1: but you don't have to shower every day or wear. Yeah. <laughs> it's, did you feel really like fantastic? Did you feel like the bachelorette?
2: I did feel like The Bachelorette. I actually, you know, when the fantasy suites come up, whoever is her producer has to have sex with all of the men before she does <laughs> <Sad>. just <laughs> to get another perspective. Is it sad that I almost believe that? Is that like
1: <laughs> Ugh, what I'm yeah, so like people are upset. I understand. It's embarrassing. Um They should just not do, they need to do just like a not live reunion is what they need to do. Just do film a real one. Like normal. I mean,
2: you know, it's the good, the good thing about shooting anything live is like when it's done, it's done. But the bad part about shooting something live is like it, it might be done, but if it's not good, it's never going to be good. No. Much rather like pace it, not live, but just pace yourself in the edit and just make it better. Live is live is hard. And it's hard, and like you're you're resting your the steering
1: of the ship to Nick and Vanessa Lachey.
2: I mean, there, talk about
1: out mistake. over you talk about being out over your skis. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And that's not even like trying to make fun of them. That's like they don't they're not equipped to do that.
2: No, it's a it's a big responsibility that and I am sure you have as well. Well, you saw it on Sunday night, but it, it's a big risk. people don't understand how hard it is and how it is something you have to rehearse for and be prepared for any any eventuality. And Doing know like what, live and, and know hosting and all do. that shit. Very difficult. Yeah. It's and like be difficult.
1: able to just react on instinct and know that it's the right thing. Do you know what I mean? Like not mm-hmm. to just go, um, well, uh, mm. But to be able to just go forward in a direction and know that you're going in the right direction, even if it's not the right direction, and you're going to somehow make it become that.
2: Yep. No, we talked about this when we talked about the Oscars as well. Like, you know, I know Jimmy Kimmel is rarely, you know, revered as like revolutionary comic, but he is a great fucking host of his own show and of the Academy Awards because he keeps it very funny. He keeps it moving. And when shit happens, which it always does, he deftly just steps over it. Like reading the wrong film for best picture is supposed to be something (laughs) that you lose control of. And he just didn't when it happened. He quite literally laughed at it while it was happening, which was the appropriate response. And he cleaned it up. He's he's great. Hosting is hard. Speaking of,
1: (laughs) I don't even know.
2: How do I I even segue into this? I I don't know where I was. How did we end up here?
1: No, I was about to segue into like who we are fixing today. But like, how do you even begin (laughs) to climb that mountain? (laughs) (laughs) I think what we should do is introduce our guest and then we'll get to it. Okay.
0: It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up.
1: All right, you know him from My Unorthodox Life on Netflix. He's one of the funniest people I've ever met in my whole life. He's someone who we would just die laughing while making that show together. And just even the, the side looks during scenes, the jokes after the scene. He's one of the funniest people I know. His name is Robert Brotherton. Welcome to the show.
3: Hello, Queens. Hello. Thank How you. Thank you? Such a you pleasure really to bo- be with you
1: you blend right into the two of us. Like, you just like a third like pee in a pod, really.
3: I just think we've got dumb, dumber, and dumbest right and here. Dumb- um, <laughs> hopefully. <Yes. laughs> we're just gonna be three idiots. I,
2: I like Chris's intro where he's like, you know, when we made this show together, it's like, you just might as well say, I just needed the other nasty gay guy on set to uh, <laughs> identify themselves <laughs> so we could talk shit about everyone else in the room. <laughs>
3: I would go to Chris and be like, how can I stir this shit more? Obviously, he has plenty of answers. (laughs) A wealth of experience to draw upon.
2: Um, So before we find out why Robert is uniquely qualified to be here today, just a quick rundown of our client. Mindy Kaling, most of you will have been introduced to when she was a character named Kelly Kapoor on the NBC sitcom, The Office. After that, she participated in a series of what ended up being scandalous projects for one reason or another, which we'll be talking about today. The Mindy Project was one of them, uh, followed by the Sex Lives of College Girls. And then, of course, there comes the latest scandal, project-wise, Velma, which has a 6% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. The other side of her, go ahead.
1: You're forgetting. Um, never have I ever.
2: Her I'm Netflix. forgetting. I wouldn't say I'm forgetting that as much as <laughs> no, I've never you. fucking heard of it. <laughs> no, yeah, I just don't know. You, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> so there's that. Was that also a scandal? It was. It's basically like her as a. It's like Kelly Kapoor as a child. Uh, I'm. Uh, you, you may. I will be educated then on this okay. podcast as <laughs> usual. Um, outside of her theatrical work. Uh, the latest, there are scandals involving her brother, um, from a few years back where he admitted to lying about his race to get into medical school. Now, what that has to do with her, I have no idea. It just sounded like another juicy thing to throw in about her. And finally, most recently, she showed up to the Academy Awards looking rail thin and the rumors abound that she did so by using the drug Ozempic. And we'll talk about our opinions about whether or not people should be using Ozempic. There's a scandal around that as well. That she is now the poster child for. Um, Robert, I called
1: you here for our the, our client today, Miss Mindy Kaling, mm-hmm. because you did something that not many people have done, which is mm-hmm. get a large amount of surgeries on television. Right, right. You had to lose a lot of weight before season two started. I kind of want you to explain quickly for the people that did not see like what your surgical process was at the beginning of season two of my unorthodox life.
3: I lost like 90 pounds. uh, It took me a while. The old fashioned way,
1: like truly like diet and exercise. I remember seeing you the last time I saw you in person was Mm. you were night and day. It was like you truly lost a lot of weight.
3: Yeah, breaking news, and we'll discuss it a little bit further. Um, I did dabble with a little bit of Ozempic, so oh, really, I do have yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have some firsthand knowledge as to the uh, whole process of that, and uh, you know, it was I, I absolutely lost like the first fifty pounds. You know, old fashioned, stopped eating corn dogs at every chance. But, uh, that last 30 pounds proved to be pretty difficult. So I had to, you know, go into the toolbox. I sought out every possible doctor. And by the way, Ozempic is nothing new. Like every like little plebeian who like sees skinny Mindy Kaling is like, oh, she's on Ozempic. Bitches, Ozempic has been around for like three years and everyone who knows anything about anything and has a doctor of any value and wants to be skinny has been on Ozempic. I mean, it's the simplest thing on earth. So. Just throwing it out there, like, this is not a new thing. Um, but I definitely did it, and it absolutely helped me lose the last 30 pounds before the surgery. And good for you. Good have good I gained it back? You. 100%. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but
3: girl, I love a quick fix.
2: So the lesson is, if you're taking Ozempic, you must keep taking Ozempic. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yeah. is the rule.
1: Wait, yeah. I didn't, I truly did not even know to know this. So like the fact that I chose you, to, like, I was like, can you please do this episode with us was, is crazy that that is, wow. Okay. I'm in the, I'm in the clouds right now. Oh my God.
2: In okay. the- <laughs>
1: yeah. Listen, so basically,
3: so I lost the weight and I had a lot of extra skin, a little bit of a face and um, it was, I wanted to, you know, as my doctor said, refresh the tissues. So I had 360 liposuction, skin excisions. I had fat transferred from my stomach to my ass and my shoulders and my left earlobe and right testicle. And uh, I I had uh, liposuction on my tits. I, I mean, really like everything, liposuction on the hips. So not only did I do old fashioned way and Ozympic. A Little Life i Never hurts, So I'm all about it. I'm all about any kind of trick you want to pull when it comes to looking and feeling your best.
1: So I think that brings us to Mindy Kaling.
2: Yeah, where do we begin? I think that
1: the beginning of all of this is that Velma comes out. Um, and there's one article that I read a lot about this was in pop crush it was called why does everyone suddenly hate mindy kaling (laughs) and it was by (laughs) taylor alexis hetty um published (laughs) on july 18th 2023 they basically say that when velma comes out it's people start to say this is like the same character that she keeps putting in every show over and over and over again and people are kind of sick of it and then that kind of launches like the trolls to like go into like old episodes of the Mindy project and old episodes of never have I ever and like look at the sex lives of college girls which is a show that's still coming out with episodes now and like really doing the fine tooth comb of like how do we bring up old things that they did from their past to like cancel them kind Mm -hmm. of thing and so then people basically kind of say that she's Always lusting up for white men. She's always putting down her race and she's always being like, her characters are always embarrassed that they're Indian. They're always talking about like wanting to like just be quote unquote normal or just like fit in. And that like she's never basically had like a love interest that's not been white. Or any of the characters that she's written in any of these shows, and so that's kind of the snowball effect that starts this whole thing, and then she pops up at the Oscars and everyone, and that's like she's smack dab in the crosshairs of like the Ozempic, like what? Because it, it was like, always bubbling; mob. people
2: were yeah. were bubbling about that for years. But then in 2023, the one-two punch of Velma and the Oscars was it has launched her into. I think Chris, when I said how many people asked us to talk about Mindy Kaling, you said millions.
1: Actually, no, <laughs> <ask us. laughs> not. I mean, not millions. But every time I put up on my Instagram, like, who should we fix? Like, w- minimum three people say Mindy Kaling, or like, have you done Mindy Kaling yet? Like, when is Mindy Kaling happening? Right. And I so was it,
2: surprised it, because I feel like she's, you know, like I said, she is bubbling, and people have been talking about her more. But I didn't realize until I started researching her how in the conversation she has been for the past. Four or six months, like it's really there are some there are a lot of people who really do not like her and are really writing some horrible things about her. I mean, Look guys, don't just, you think
3: this is like the cost of fame? I mean, now she's like front and yes. center, and like now all of a sudden she's a bigger part of the conversation. I mean, today I saw an article about uh, from People Magazine about her kids' Easter egg paintings. Like, they showed like a carton full of eggs that her kids had very poorly. Painted, and I was. This is like what? This is really part of the zeitgeist here. Miss Mindy Kaling loses forty pounds, and all of a sudden, bam! Nicole Kidman. I That's bet those true. kids' eggs
2: will sell for a lot of money, though. Yeah, they could, well, I mean, those are those are nepo babies. Those, <laughs> those are nepo babies. Nepo babies. <laughs> <laughs> they will make some serious coin off that.
3: Uh Warner Brother has already optioned their life story.
1: Yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's something where, like, and I'll be the first to say we're three white gay men that are like have are absolutely zero percent qualified to like unpack the nuances of like her relation to race, but
2: particularly her own.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, and but like sh- she is in some ways kind of that tokened character that is like the Indian girl that wants to be white, you know what I mean? Or the Indian girl that like longs to fit in and not be first generation. And it's very like, there's no other, like who else is telling that story? Why are we not turning towards all of the people making the shows for her and being like, why aren't there more voices like hers out in the world that can tell a different side of it? Like we're, you know, she's kind of, and like, what's she going to do? Be like, no, I shouldn't take another blank million dollars from a streamer to make a show. Like, of course, she's not going to do that. Like, and she's like written and worked her way up to the top. So why is she not going to reap the benefits? That's not to dismiss any of you know the things that people are saying about no, it. No, and
2: it's it's okay to defend her. I think. Yeah. I mean, I think there's always two sides of the story to every celebrity we're skewering here. Um, I'd be interested to know from her if this was her deliberate niche was to be that, or if she felt sort of forced into it. Um, Because, you know, once you do something and you have even mild success with it in Hollywood, everyone just wants you to keep repeating it and repeating it and repeating it. And the funny thing is that Velma is apparently she did not. She's the EP of Velma, but she didn't she didn't write the character, supposedly. She's just EPing the show and voicing it. Obviously, she has a say in how the character is presented, but apparently it's not her voice coming out of Velma's voice. She's she is a voice actor and a producer of the show. But I will say too, as a comic that I understand that, you know, there th- there is, there's value in performance. There's value in the thing that's making you different from most of the people who are listening. And I think if she talks about her race or her relationship to her race, it almost makes sense. Like, I don't know. my com- <laughs> My comedy is so gay because being gay is sort of so boring in general, but it is the most interesting thing about me. So it is what I talk about anytime there's a mic in front of me.
1: You say this as you're wearing a trucker hat that is a rainbow flag with a <laughs> rainbow unicorn with a heart on its butt.
2: I think the heart is the actual shape of the butthole on that unicorn. <laughs> I'm just noticing that now. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. The same just <laughs> need the fish. <laughs> the fish. <laughs> that unicorn is prolapsed in the shape mm. of a heart. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Go to our Instagrams and we'll show you the unicorn's butthole.
3: Yeah, yeah no I can I point you butthole. to a plastic surgeon who can do it for you. If you don't have <laughs> one <God yourself>. <laughs> I mean, like just to like you know build on what Dominic said. It, I feel like it, when I talk, when I'm like making fun of myself or making fun of the gay community, like of course, like I deprecate, like that. Of course, I I focus on the funny things, the negative things, the incongruities, and that's exactly what her characters do, and they sell. And so I don't. I mean, I understand if you're a, a person in the Indian or the uh, South Asian community, and you you are seeking representation on television that is that, that where you can like see pride in it or that is more connected to you know cultural heritage. hundred percent, totally understand it. But at the end of the day, it's a super complex thing to get a TV show across the line. You've got a hundred white men trying to figure out how do I connect and identify with this you know Indian girl, and this is probably a lot of her own kind of personal story and journey in, like, Mm -hmm. how to fit in in this world, whether it's the entertainment industry or just, like, you know, growing up in America or growing up in her hometown or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure all of that kind of informs this character that then sells a shit ton of TV episodes.
2: Right. And we're not in an era where, you know, there's definitely diversity casting is obviously – the norm now, which is fantastic, but Mindy Kaling is also not someone. N- no one's saying, "Hey, will you star in Pride and Prejudice?" You know, like right. they're they're coming to her for her specific lane. I, however, have been asked to star in Pride and Prejudice, and that's the announcement I'd like to make <laughs> today. The all and- fat middle aged gay version. It's called Why and Prejudice. Will the halls of Pemberley
3: be thus polluted? <laughs>
2: I feel like we just solved her by giving her this idea to produce the three it. of We're us. <laughs> this is it. We're, I, ju- I
3: think Dominic would be a killer Dame Judy Ditch.
1: If I'm not, a you know.
3: I'm very he close
2: did. to her in age. Thank He's you. Not. I'm working on
3: it.
1: <laughs> he, did, he did an impression of her last episode. Oh! <laughs> he really did. I
3: really, I'm, I'm, now I'm just imagining you in like a full linen look. You're just like Eileen Fisher from... Uh, what, that's another thing that's really trending today. Uh, quiet luxury. Dominic screamed quiet luxury. Wow. In your, <laughs> your, st- your stone-dried brushed <laughs> linen pashmina capelet. <coughs> oh my God.
2: Anyone that's who that. actually knows me probably fainted hearing you describe <laughs> me as quietly luxurious.
3: If they had not already fainted from your heart-shaped prolapsed penis. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh this is going as well as I thought. So, hoped, if
3: you're still with honest, us, ladies I mean. and gentlemen, thank you for hanging on. Free Ozempic <laughs> shots to everyone still really? with us today. Uh, use the code SKINNYBITCH at checkout. <laughs> Sorry, I mispronounced that. Skinny CUT. C U N T.
1: Oh, my God. um, um that's you're, you're you're such an idiot, Robert. <laughs> Skinny cunt. <laughs> um, no, and I think something to go back to something uh, Dominic said earlier, like they want what works, which like you're you were on one of the most hit sitcoms ever to exist, and so they're coming back to basically be like, what would Kelly Kapoor or what Kelly Kapoor, right?
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: What would what would Kelly Kapoor do in this situation as this person? Like, you know what I mean? That's basically like what I'm sure every single one of her deals starts as, which is like not Mm -hmm. so much her fault. But then again, it brings me back to my point of like, we should be asking, why is Mindy Kaling the only person that we're coming to for this like race and ethnicity of person to be represented on our TV screens?
2: Agreed. And I think she's probably taking most of the heat, like you said earlier, because there aren't many other people like her telling that story, you know, telling her story. So she's, I think she might've been nominated just by being one of the first people and now is viewed as that sort of role model. And you, that you hear from celebrities all the time, you oh, know, yeah. Rihanna has said it multiple times. I'm sure Judy Dench has also said it, although of she course. just can't help being a role model, <laughs> but it's the truth. She can't, you know, she's not, she has to bear the responsibility that she probably didn't ask for
1: yeah. Well, this is and, a, this is a good segue because like I read another article that was saying like Mindy Kaling doesn't need to be the bo- the body positivity like icon that we all want her to be or that we like have like grown accustomed like she's been grown accustomed to being Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's, I think another, it, it kind of is the same thing whenever we, if we want to transition over to now these, you know, the rumored Ozempic use of mm. Mindy Kaling, which is just as scandalous to these people. I think we just jump into the Ozempic of it all.
2: Here's my actual question about this. <laughs> I know that Ozempic is a medicine for, what is it for, is it kidney disease or diabetes? What the, diabetes. diabetes. Thank you. Yeah. Diabetes. Yep. So, so, you know, Ozempic is being used by people that don't have diabetes. This is a scandal. You're taking all of it. I- I'm I'm a I'm a pretty stupid person, I'm sure for asking this, but can't they just make more Ozempic? Well, well that's like my first like comment whenever anyone is like
3: not only can website. they but they do. They went th- th- this this pharmaceutical company went to the FDA. They got it approved for weight loss and they just slapped another name on it. It's called Wegovy. And it's just not covered by insurance. It's the same exact thing. It's called Wegovy. What? Wegovy. Wegovy. <laughs> it's all it's it's what Bianca Del Rio calls her wig. Wegovy. But <laughs> she <laughs> So this pharmaceutical, this the pharmaceutical can company can and does, you know, market this exact drug for, uh, for weight loss, and they've been testing it for it for the last like ten years or something. I mean, that's like fake news, but it's like Mm. it exists.
1: also, like, the pharmaceutical company's job is to make money. So, like, yeah, of course they're going to just make more of it. That was the part that I think was so funny is that it was, like, no, this is, like, it's, everything is always, like, becoming, like, a moral quandary for us, the consumer, mm-hmm. when it just, like, never has to be. Like, it's always, like, you should not take this because then, like, people without – um people without people that have diabetes that need it aren't being able to get it and it's like well whose fault is that it's not the consumer it's the doctor's fault who is prescribing it to people that they shouldn't be how is it my it's not my fault that i'm accepting what my doctor is telling me i should get on one Mm -hmm. and two like we live in a capitalist society i'm sorry if there's a demand for something we're going to make the supply am i wrong
3: well, the only thing I think that the thing that people would maybe you know counter back with is the increased demand in this this drug, whether whether it's the Ozempic brand or the Wegovy mm-hmm. brand, it's all the same thing, has led to massive price increases. And I experienced this, I mean, oh. when I started taking it first. It, so the, the the demand has led to an increased price, which then becomes problematic for anyone who can't necessarily afford it. So a, a vial of Ozempic is like six hundred bucks with insurance. I mean, no, that's like so much cocaine.
2: Like, <laughs> yeah, but you won't lose it as quick. Right? I think the Ozempic is quicker than that. I do. I have a,
3: I have a number for a dealer for you. Uh, no fentanyl.
2: <laughs> but oh, I would use a kid anyway. I wouldn't even. I don't even use Sweet and Low without testing it. Now I'm so terrified of fentanyl. <laughs> terrified. <laughs> It, it, but that—that's
1: crazy.
3: That now
2: it's so yeah.
1: expensive.
2: when I first started
3: taking it, it was like twenty-five bucks. Twenty-five bucks yeah. with insurance. It was so, it was so easy. And then all of a sudden, like, bam! You know, it becomes this really popular thing. And now it's six hundred bucks with insurance. I think if you don't have insurance, it's like two thousand dollars. So that's insane.
2: I mean, yeah. it's still, you know, it, it's still, it's still cheaper than surgery. You know, it's still, and, and weight loss surgery is largely unless you're you're on you're at death's door weight loss surgery is largely not covered by major insurance companies and so if it's 600 even if it's 2000 i'm not that's still horrible obviously but i'm just trying to silver lining the situation is that if you have to pay 2000 dollars for it it's it's still going to be less than what you'd have to pay for the surgery and it's still less than you know the amount of food you would buy for you know In six months, feeding yourself, staying the size that I am. This Mm -hmm. has been a really tough episode. (laughs) And
1: for me, (laughs) you
3: know, for me, when I took it, so basically what it is, it's this little pen. It's super cute. It looks like a Sharpie. You, you turn the dial to the appropriate dosage and it has the ne- this little tiny needle that like you can barely see, like it's smaller than the Botox needle. You oh. shove it into your stomach and you click this button at the top of the pin and it goes, and then the drug is like dispersed into your stomach. And what it does is it just makes you more full more quickly. So like, whereas like I would have a foot long chili cheese cone maybe now I would only eat six inches or eight inches and so you know it it like i I don't know if it like stimulates the 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 fullness hormone or what it does but that was the experience i had
2: and how immediate was did it curb your appetite like how immediately no
3: it it, it had to like build up like i didn't experience like oh i took the shot and like bam i was ready it was i felt like there was an onboarding process that 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 I had to go through. But once it was in, I really noticed like, oh my gosh, I'd have half the sandwich and I was full. And so basically it meant that I was intaking fewer calories, which led to weight loss. So it's not like a shot that's like going in and like burning your fat for you. It's just suppressing your appetite.
1: It's just, yeah, it's literally just, surpre- I went to lunch with someone and they were like, I just started doing like the peptides, which is basically Ozempic and mm-hmm. watch, watch me eat. Like I'll eat this and then I'll eat one, like, I'll eat like a fourth of my sandwich. And then I'm like, Duh, I don't want to eat anymore. And this is someone that I knew that like, was like, could put away food. Like the world was ending. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. So if you keep talking shit about me,
3: uh, I'm going <laughs> <learn> to leave. <laughs> You'll hear from my attorneys.
2: How <laughs> often are the? Sh- do you administer yourself the? Sh- is it every day?
3: Once a week, super. Once easy. a week,
2: Once and a you week. do it yourself.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: And how much of a supply do you get when you get the prescription? Is it just? I like, it's depending. Like four so weeks, the or? pen
3: holds either four or six doses, depending on like how much you give yourself. So it has a little dial that you can like increase or decrease. Of course, like my doctor was like, take the lowest, and I was like. Cranking that crankbores <laughs> like I was a fucking railroadsman. It was <clears throat> as far as that fucking dial would go.
2: I would be like, Hello, doctor. I accidentally used oh, it all man. four shots at once. Was the
3: I was like using it as eye drops. <laughs> the thinnest pupils you've ever seen.
2: <laughs> oh my god did you you? I mean on your first appointment back with your doctor you must have looked like Nicole Kidman when you walked in there oh, introducing Nicole, film I,
3: I was like a Nicole Richie meets uh, all <laughs> oh, <Post>. the
2: Nicoles <laughs> oh my <laughs> god
3: I I was so shocked one morning I woke up and my clavicle had popped so far out I thought it was going to break the mirror
2: it was very <laughs> pronounced. I mean, this is, we should be charging us. This, for is, this, breaking episode. I, this I, is breaking I've, news. I've not heard I'm one sorry. thing that would make me not take it. And I'm like, r-
3: folks, don't run. Don't walk to get <laughs> your prescription. And it, it, you know, they were, they were giving out like coupons for it, but I don't think they're even doing that anymore.
1: Well, now it's like basically like liquid gold. Um, Correct, yeah. But this is all like to say that like this isn't none of this none of these things are a quick fix. Like, yes, they're a quick fix in the moment, but you do have to truly sustain it. And right. that's something that I think people are skipping over. And that's a lot of like what the like people against the Ozempic taking it for weight loss is is like the minute you get off of it, you do start to eat normally again. All this to say. Mindy Kaling becomes a you know, a person on um the list of like people in Hollywood that are rumored to be on Ozempic. She kind of takes the brunt of a lot of it, in my opinion, mm-hmm. as far as like celebrities on Ozempic. Like she was the first one that like everyone's throwing up there to be like, this per. Look at this person's weight loss,
2: which is weird because you know there was an incident prior to Mindy Kaling showing up on the red carpet. Kim Kardashian, I guess, had said that she'd lost sixteen pounds in three weeks or something before the Met Gala. Did she admit to using Ozempic to do she that, did not. or was it she didn't? So that's another rumor because she was actually. I would assume patient zero for it publicly, <laughs> but I, I really didn't hear about Ozempic at all until Mindy was on the was on the red carpet, and then it's just every day now I hear about it.
1: well and like this is just the like a safer like seemingly one that works version of like all the other freaking drugs that they've like name all the other weight loss drugs that we have like heard class action lawsuits about in our lifetimes ready let's go Uh, what was the (laughs) Robert already
2: said cocaine so there's that
1: (laughs) like what slim fast like remember Um, slim fast please (laughs) cocaine slim fast (laughs) Remember trim? Remember Trim Spa? I think I said that trim in an earlier episode. Remember Trim I Spa? I mean, all of these were like Kim Kardashian, like early ventures, like Trim Spa.
2: Like, oh my god! Right,
1: but like, right, am I wrong? I don't know. Am I putting no. like an actual real medication in the thing of Trim Spa? No, like, <laughs>
2: like, no. I, mean I like, it depends. <laughs> Do you think SlimFast is a real medication? <laughs> no. <laughs> you haven't been mainlining their protein
1: shakes. Am I putting Ozempic in a class of like idiot weight loss, like like snake right. oils?
2: <laughs> well, Slim Fast only works if you snort it. I've read that in several places. That is very true. That is very true. I I have to tell you, all this talk about Ozempic is is making me. It's making me white. Sim- <laughs> I would like an entire lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's making me sympathetic to Mindy Kaling specifically because now she's the spokesperson for Ozempic. She's probably like, "Haven't you nominated me to be the spokesperson for enough shit that this now I now have to be this too? I just wanted to look hot on the red carpet. Can you leave a bitch alone?"
3: And she did yeah. look hot. The girl, she did. Hot. She
2: really did I look mean- good.
3: Top to bottom, it was a masterpiece. That that Oscars, like, corset moment. I mean, other than the, like, fish fins that were on the like the peplum detail. I mean, she looked so good. I don't know why she's become the face of it all of a sudden. I mean, even at in the Oscars, uh, Kimmel made, like, a joke about how, you know, the whole fucking thing was sponsored by Ozempic or something like that. I mean, everyone in that room was shooting up in the bathroom. Yeah. Know, .25 milligrams right into the stomach right before breakfast, uh, right before dessert. <laughs>
2: Wait, are you supposed to do it before a meal? Or- no, you, you just do it
3: whenever you want. And it's only the women. I mean, it's not like we didn't hear about, you know, Alec Murdoch coming into the courtroom looking skinny. Oh, it must have been Ozempic. <laughs> no. trail
2: You didn't hear that, did you?
3: <laughs>
2: Guilty for Dumb? killing his family or Ozempic? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. <sighs> I'm going uh, on. Ozem- it, it, I mean, there's bad. This story only ends with me with you going on, on Ozempic Ozem- 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 and, and bringing the listeners <laughs> through the journey.
1: It's funny because it's like, even us saying this, it's like you saying, I almost feel bad for Mindy Kaling. It's like, we're almost like now putting her in the Ozempic box, much like everyone was putting her in the like, you are our like token Indian representation box kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. To bring it, you know, full circle.
2: We should probably move into our pitches, Christopher, yeah. don't you think? I'm, well, okay, I but wait, I'm before,
3: we, before we get there, I just want to ask, did you guys hear, okay, so I saw a TikTok that, so the whole Mindy Kaling Ozempic rumor started that by, with this guy on TikTok who basically like outed her for having Ozempic parties. Now, had you, had you heard of this? No. no. So this is like the, <laughs> the I don't d- know, pro- <laughs>
1: could,
3: could very well be fake news, but- this so apparently like you know it's like oh health and wellness and he this guy goes no but she was like hosting ozempic parties in Brentwood or wherever the hell she lives and I guess this must be some you know party where instead of like coke and caviar they're just shooting up ozempic you know while they cook like gluten-free baby food in the kitchen
1: but this was a Hollywood
3: thing where they're doing ozempic parties
1: to be like everyone passed around like the pen
3: yeah, which that could be in sharing needles. We all know what that could lead to.
1: Wait, what? There's what a New
3: party. are so dark. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just want to be thin. I don't want to be dead. Clean the needle. Clean the needle.
1: Um, horrible. You're horrible. I'm sure it was sanitary. You two together is not good. Like, you two <laughs> together, you're you're both push, pushing the limit with me all the time, and together, <laughs> it's really bad. Pushing
2: the limit. Well, <laughs> would you my have question a is, would
3: you two? would you two go to an Olympic party? So if I
1: invited you yes! to like a Olympic yes! party. Yes, <laughs> Robert's like, so if, in theory, my finger is on my mouse and my mouse is hovering over a send button for a paperless post for an ozempic party at my house,
2: would you reply yes or no? I am so certain that we're going to an ozempic party that when we're done with this, I'm going to eat everything in sight just because I can. Because I know it's going to be gone in a couple of days. I'm going to literally eat everything.
3: So quick, it'll be gone. Like, you don't even have to worry about it.
2: Oh, I can't wait. All right, Christopher, All right. now I think we should get into our pitches. I agree.
1: So, Robert, what happens is both myself and Dominic will throw out pitches of what we think Mindy Kaling should do to get out of this bad controversy that she's in. And then, after we are done pitching, you can react, you can say what you think, and then you choose which pitch we send to Mindy Kaling
3: okay let's do this
2: let's which do of this. our pitches will will we send that she will never see <laughs> that she I, will never,
1: I am in, that a, <laughs> that I am in full the shark tank mode okay great okay here we are okay and you idiots better, better bring in. in yeah we are okay <laughs> okay my pitch and I did not fact check if they have done this yet which I'm pretty sure they probably have but I don't even care if they did Mindy Kaling is going to go on SNL. Mindy Kaling is going to do an SNL short, like digital short, and it is going to be a parody of an Ozempic commercial. And she is going to... (laughs) Dom. A dom's engaged. I am, I am
2: sitting up straight. I love this.
1: I love it. <laughs> She's going to do a parody of a Ozempic commercial where she and all of the other celebrities that are rumored to be on Ozempic are going to like be like, I was just the only version of Indian representation on American television. And then I went on Ozempic. And then like basically just like make a huge joke about the whole thing and like point out how fucking ridiculous it is that, uh, that she's being like skewered alive for going on Ozempic and giving every celebrity that's getting like roasted about possibly being on Ozempic the chance to either cop to it or say like, I'm actually not an Ozempic or something like something in the, pi- in the short is going to basically like liberate all of these people and like make fun of themselves or admit that they just lost weight. And it's going to be packaged in like a parody commercial for Ozempic. And it's going to be hilarious in the SNL fashion. And it can just happen and go off. And then like no one ever has to talk about it ever again. And that is my pitch.
2: That's a great pitch. Interesting. That's a great pitch. Reasonable as always. Like I am always at the end of your pitches. I I want, I want to see it. And then I think about my pitch, which <laughs> I just want to see more. I don't know what else to tell you, but here it goes. <laughs> It will be controversial in many ways. You know, I'm a big fan of oh, if man. you're if they already hate you, make them hate you more. I don't even understand why someone would go down another road because you're already making money doing what you're doing and they hate you. So you'll probably make more money if they hate you more. Mindy Kaling starring in an all-bipoc <laughs> remake of The Whale with her in the lead role. <laughs> No. So, I mean, we're laughing, but are we gonna? Are you gonna watch this? Is my question Oscar
3: worthy, as we know, Oscar worthy. (laughs) It's
2: perfect. I don't even. I'm not even giving it the thought about like should she gain the weight? Should they do a? I don't care. She just (laughs) needs to be in it somehow. Who's directing? Every problem that people have with her. She could in in one film she can get rid of it. She can deal with the Ozempic. Everyone it doesn't even have to be a bi podcast to to satiate all of the critics. Have it be an all Indian cast, and she can even make it a comedy if she wanted. She doesn't have to be a direct, uh, you know, a direct remake uh, or rip off of the Whale. She can just. I don't know, maybe just call it another whale or call it and now this whale. Like that's what, we'll, that, that's and it. She's going to call it and now this whale. <laughs> or if we're talking about whales, I, I can't, I, sh- I don't, you know, we should call it Free Mindy. That's what we should call it. We would call the movie Free <laughs> Mindy. Instead of Free We're not even calling Mindy. it the whale. Yeah, we're not even calling it the whale. We're just calling it Free Mindy. She can wear a fat suit, or she can gain the weight back. Whatever she's more comfortable with, as long as in the in the credit bed, she's just giving the finger to everyone in the theater. That's all I want. And either eating a muffin or giving herself a shot in the credit bed, mm-hmm. or both, God actually, because she could, and only eat half the muffin. Wow! Have I stunned you into silence. I, know.
1: I can't. I can't deal. That's a really
3: um, provocative take on a PR crisis. I think. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I do have a few questions, if I may. Um, Please. You, you may, you may. <laughs> so, Chris, um, like, can you share with me, um, wh- is there any type of, like, taking ownership involved in this kit, or are we keeping the Ozympic oh, did she, didn't she more <gasps> am- and- ambiguous?
1: I feel like I pitched out, like, then if some people didn't take Ozempic, they can cop to that. But it's, no, like, she is saying, like, and then I went on Ozempic. And, like, she is admitting to it in the commercial. It sounds like you're
3: describing an Ozempic party, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Oh, Um, oh. am I I not describing an Ozempic party? By the way, did you check your inboxes? (laughs) No. Okay,
3: interesting. Um, did you have uh, any ideas for like other castmates in that skit that might become involved?
1: Well, people are saying Kyle Richards from The Real of Beverly Hills is a culprit, yes. so she oh. she would be in there. Multiple other housewives have come forward saying that they were on Ozempic, so they okay. would be in it. Um, and that's the thing is that like Mindy knows because she's the one throwing the parties. I don't know, but Mi- but Mindy knows.
3: So that hmm. kind of leads me to Dominic, Dominic, and and Chris. I'd love you to weigh in on this. Um, do you feel like what you've just described is some type of new Bravo television series?
2: Oh, we oh, we, ne- we do have a
3: lot of like. Actually, is Indian matchmaking Netflix or Bravo?
2: It's Netflix. That is Netflix.
1: Got it. Got it.
2: <laughs> She's taking notes. What are and? you writing down? I'm, we're like I'm, being I'm, roasted now. We're being grilled. Like, that's we're not like a, a pen. Character. It's a needle. I'm, <laughs> It's been Why are you plunging that pen into your stomach during this podcast, <laughs> Dominic? When you said that you would call your doctor and say, "I used all four shots," of- <laughs> <laughs> it was an accident.
3: <laughs> I, I, I think I I have. <clears throat> Okay, my, my problem with both of your ideas is that I think in order to... <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to opt for my idea. No, I'm just kidding. No, my, my you, issue, can. you can. You can.
1: You can
2: if you my want. issue,
3: just from like a PR perspective, is the, peep, the the quickest way to shut it down is that the people just want to know one way or the other. And the only correct answer is yes. Because if she says no, there will always be speculation. And the quickest mm-hmm. way for no one to care is just to like own it, talk about it, and then take the deal. I you know, Oprah lost weight, Weight Watchers deal, millions of dollars later. Now we're looking at cauliflower pizza crusts all across America. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I want from Mendy Kaling. Okay, I want to see her as the face of this stomach needle and just pocketing the millions. So then she doesn't have to keep making these uh, archetypal Indian characters that everyone hates, you know? She can just go right. to Brentwood Market and not eat any of the food she buys.
2: <laughs> so you want her to retire from acting and For, just- acting, acting and just-
3: I, I, I just can't think of a better paycheck than a pharmaceutical paycheck. I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah,
2: that's... I don't think no, Warner that's... Brothers
3: Television is paying that. I mean, I know she's, she's in development with a, a new Harpo project with Oprah. There could be a wonderful collab there.
2: I don't know. There's no paycheck like a pharmaceutical paycheck. CAA, the, most, the most American thing ever said, <laughs> literally. Like, there really isn't.
1: No, there really isn't. He is Robert, you speak the truth.
3: I think, okay, so between the two ideas, obviously it's gotta be Dominic. I, I mean, it's just so... Uh, Thank you Robert. Spectacular. Thank you so and I much. think if if you're not going to, you know, really own it, you might as well just go down in like a, a flaming pile of uh,
2: shit. Board.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Congratulations Dominic. A beautiful. I mean, we'll be lining up. We'll be lining up to be front row for this movie.
2: Well, we're gonna produce. We're not lying. We're gonna. We're producing this now. Okay, the three but- of us will produce it. Like we we're all sure here about, at its birth.
3: Brendan Fraser's got to be involved somehow. We've got to loop him into this. He-
2: what could he do? He could just show up. He could just show up to set every day and awkwardly cry mm-hmm. for no reason. And and he's entirely crafty. That's, of craft he- craft that's how he spent the past the year. year. Yeah, he'll so. be
1: behind the crafty table.
2: Yeah. Is this where the cool kids are? It's like, okay, just we get it. You're you're touched and you're we wonderful. Take this it Oscar. along. Beat yeah. It. Yeah. Beat <laughs> it.
1: Um, Robert, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for sharing so much, educating us on Ozempic mm, and so much yeah. more. I mean, this was crazier and wilder than I ever thought it could be. Well,
2: this is without question, our most educational installment 100%. of this podcast. Thanks to you,
3: Robert. For real. Wow. I don't know if that is um, a compliment or something insult. you want to be proud and of. Education. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the never answer is yes. Something. <laughs> <laughs> All of it well thank you guys i had a lot of fun and you know hopefully when mindy gets your note you know she takes notice and i hope to see this on your imdb page one of these days
1: oh god that would be great you'll be That'd right be there great. with us all right robert From where can my lips find you? to pfizer's
3: ears <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay robert where can people find you
3: Oh gosh! Um, usually behind the Taco Bell, but um, if you're talking about online, <laughs> um, I have an Instagram that I post on once every like four weeks <laughs> at rpbii. That's about it. Thank you so.
1: This is so funny. Thank you so much for being here. This was. A whirlwind of, oh my God, it's so great. It's it, so was, great it was, it was a dervish. This whole episode but
2: was a dervish.
1: Truly. Um, Dominic, where can people find you?
2: Well, now probably behind Taco Bell, now that I've been given this information. <laughs> I, that's apparently where the Ozempic parties are being held. Correct. So besides that, you can find me at com or at Dominic Pupa on the, the socials. That's that thing, Chris, that you hate when I do, when I whisper it. Yeah, you're like you're not it. on stage or on a podcast on the socials at Dominic Pupa. Sorry, everyone.
1: You can find me at the Christa Rosa. Please rate and review the show and write in your review who you want us to fix. See, I did it right that time. Um, all right. Again, Robert, thank you so much. And where's Shelly? Goodbye.